what we are just starting is, uh, I just want to ask you, how many of us know what's the new vision of HEB is? What is the new vision of HEB? The vision. So the vision says bringing the power of Christ to everyday life, isn't it? Okay. And who are we? So you, you can look at, at, at the front of your bulletin. Eh? It's there in the front of your bulletin. Yes, but the, the text, no, the text is small. But we also we also have the banner that we also have the, the vision is very clear. We want to bring the power of Christ to everyday life. And who we are, we are a multicultural family, anchored, so solidified, rooted upon the word of God. So Onu, I just want you to put the, the, the one slide, uh, the, the next one. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, at least the part which I want is there, so don't know why. So the, I, 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 I just made it a bit bigger. Uh, and on top is who we are, and the next line is bringing the power of Christ, that's, that's our vision. But we also have a set of values, you know, values that guide us, you know, in, in, our, in our walk, even in realizing this vision. So we have a set of seven values, love, living faith, growth, holiness, spirit-filled, integrity, and impact. So what, what we are going to do in, in the next coming weeks is we are going to pick some of them and they actually preach what exactly are we talking about. Because if you are going to live these values, you need to understand what is it that we are talking about. So today, today we are going to talk about living faith. Praise the Lord. Amen. Living faith. And just to guide us in, our, in, in, our, in, in, in the way today, I just want us to, to turn our Bibles to the book of Hebrews, chapter 11. So I, want, I actually want everybody who has a Bible, whether it's a phone or paper, I want you to, I, want, I want, just want to ask all of us to stand up and I want you to read it from whatever version you have. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. I just want us to ask us to stand up. Hebrews chapter 11. So if you don't have a Bible, please bring one next time, but now you can look at your neighbor's shoulder. Praise the Lord. So Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. So I want you to read it. So don't worry about your neighbor who is next to you. I, I would like to ask you to stand, please, if you can stand. Thank you. Because we actually practicing, you know, something that is living. Huh? needs to be able to stand up. Praise the Lord. So if you are alive today, I just want you to, to please, please stand up. Thank you. Alright, so Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. So, okay, let's get ready. One, two, three. Let's read. Now faith is confidence in what we hope and assurance about what is not Praise the Lord. You may take your seat. Thank you very much. You know, at least I can see that I'm talking to people who are alive, eh? Praise the Lord. So the, I don't know which version you read from, but I, I would like you to memorize the version that you have read and release that it sticks upon your heart. So, faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And then the amplified the Amplified says, Amplified version says, faith is the assurance, or is the title deed, is the confirmation of things that are hoped for, that are divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things that are not seen. So it's actually the conviction 
of the reality. Faith actually understands as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. So I actually like, uh, like this part. Faith perceives as real that which is not revealed to the physical senses. Praise the Lord. So, today let me talk about faith. Faith, 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 faith. So I, 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 hope, I hope by the end of today you will have a better understanding of faith but also that you actually go out and do something with this faith that you know that you have. If you don't have it, we will also tell you how to get it as well. Praise the Lord. So there's one thing that I want us to understand about faith. You know, faith it begins with knowing God. Faith begins with knowing God, but this part is very tricky because if you ask people in the world, do they is there a God? Some people will say yes, isn't it? A lot of people may say yes, there is a God. But whether the God that we are talking about is the same thing, that is, that is something entirely different. But people, some people, they, they believe that there is a God. And the way you believe in this God actually determines how you are going to relate isn't it, to this God. Isn't it? The way you are going to relate or you are, the way that you are going to behave actually is determined by what you actually know, what you actually believe. But some people you ask them, they they say they believe in God, and there is an assumption, you know, they assume that He actually exists. And also, but also sometimes if you really ask people about this God, sometimes you see that people haven't really given much thought about this God, about the existence of this God. You know, they're just saying, ah, praise God, ah, there is a God, God helped me. But have you ever really taken the time to actually think about this God. You know, this is why I was asking you during the search the scripture, who is this almighty? Because we have, we have been coming to church for so long, or maybe today is your first day, and maybe you have heard about that there is a God. But who is actually this God? Praise the Lord. So, you know, the point is, is actually what faith is. Faith is actually it says, I, I tried to pick some words from uh, the different versions. It talks about the confidence. So you have a confidence, isn't it? There is substance. So there is there's something, there is an assurance. There is a reality. So, but if you look at faith, I mean, people have faith in a lot of things. Some people have faith in their political party. Huh? They actually have confidence. They have substance. They believe that their political party will solve their problems, isn't it? Some people have, have faith in their husband. That my husband, if my husband will buy me everything that I want, I just tell him he gets everything that I want, isn't it? Some people have faith in their job, that my job is going to provide. So there, there is a certain level of faith, isn't it? You are sitting down on a chair there because you have some faith, isn't it? That the chair will hold your weight, isn't it? And maybe that faith, maybe first of all, if you, if you, if you come into an empty room, Eh? You are the first one. Your faith may be a bit shaky, isn't it? But if you come now and you see everybody sitting, nobody's falling, eh? then your faith is what? It's strengthened, isn't it? Then you are bold enough to, 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 to actually to sit down, isn't it? So, everybody has got some measure of faith in something, isn't it? Some of us have faith in money, in cars, in our bosses, in the chair, in the things that we have. So you all, there is some measure of faith in actually something. But today, 
And the faith that we are actually talking about, it is the faith in God. Praise the Lord. It's about believing in God, isn't it? But there's one thing that there's one thing that I, that I want you to, to realize about faith in God. Is uh, James chapter 2, oh, can you put up James chapter 2, verse 19? James chapter 2, verse 19. James chapter 2, verse 19. Yeah? It says, you believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons, they believe that. Yeah. Huh? The demons also believe that there is one God, isn't it? You remember when Jesus was here on earth, whenever he went to this uh, madman of Gadarenes, eh, the demons actually, they knew that God has come. They begged, please let us go, isn't it? So many times when, when Jesus arrived in a place, the demons would start shrieking, shouting, isn't it? Praise the Lord. It's because they know there's a God. So, what I'm talking about today, I'm looking for people who have the faith that goes beyond the faith of demons. Praise the Lord. Demons believe that there's a God. And we cannot be in the same category as demons that believe that there's a God. Praise the Lord. Do we agree? Yes. Thank you. So your faith needs to be better. You know, the, 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 the faith that demons have in God, that's not the same faith. They do not have a relationship with God. Eh? They believe their faith is based on fear. Huh? They fear God. So their faith is, you know, I, I should not be close to this God because he will cast me out. Praise the Lord. But that is not the faith that we are talking about. Praise the Lord. So how does this faith then come in, the faith that we are talking about today? So Romans chapter 12, uh, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. It says, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of Christ. Praise the Lord. So you hear the message, isn't it? But the message is about Christ. So if there is no Christ, that is not the faith I'm talking about. Praise the Lord. So somebody needs to say something. So faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is about Christ. The message is about God. Praise the Lord. This is actually where salvation comes when somebody hears about God. Somebody says something about God. Somebody hears, they believe in their hearts, they confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Then the salvation starts, isn't it? Praise the Lord. The process of salvation. From that moment on, you are considered is actually saved. That is faith. This is way. And this kind of faith is what you call saving faith. So that's the faith that you need to be saved, isn't it? But that faith is not enough. Huh? This faith that you had for you to be saved, the saving faith, is not enough. It needs to go beyond that, isn't it? Praise the Lord. So, the faith that we are actually talking about is what we call a living faith. So, faith becomes living when you believe in the word and you act on the word. Praise the Lord. So, believing in God is not enough. It's as, yes, I give you 5 out of 10. That's good. It's a good start. Believe me that there is a God. That's, that's already very good. 5 out of 10. The next part is actually the other 5. Huh? Where you actually need to go beyond just believing. But actually acting on the word of God, isn't it? You know, we are calling this living faith. But this living faith is also based on something that is living, isn't it? It's not something that is dead. So, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. 
Uh, can you put uh, this one from the Amplified Version? Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. From the Amplified, it says, For the word of God is living and active and full of power. Praise the Lord. The word of God is living and active and full of power. So a faith that is living is based or is supported on the word of God which is living, which is active. It is sustained by the word of God which is living, which is active. Praise the Lord. So I, I just want us to go back to, to the Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. So only if you can put it, put it back. Hebrews chapter 11. This one. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. So the first part says being sure of or being certain of what we hope for. So the things that God has spoken about in his word, you know, we have faith in his word about the things that he has spoken. And also when you are praying, huh, the thing that gets you to pray first is faith, isn't it? You are praying because you know that I have God who can answer, isn't it? But after that, because I always get this question, okay, when am I supposed to stop praying? You pray, isn't it? Huh? There's a part of the, the part of the Bible which says, okay, believe and then you pray and then it's done. Okay, which is very good. But there, there are also some things that you also need to pray for until you get an answer. Huh? You need to pray until you get an answer. There are some things, there are really some things that are so deep that you, you, you want God to speak. Because when God speaks, what you do, you have that assurance. You, still, you already have the assurance, but, but, but when God speaks and tells you, okay, this is it, you have the assurance, you are certain, then you stop praying for that thing, isn't it? How many of us continue to pray when, when God says, ah, okay, I'm going to give you a job. You are praying for a job, and then God says, your job is... Your job is provided. How many of us continue to pray for the job? Huh? I don't know. What is it that when, when God says your job has been provided, ah, what do you start doing? Huh? You start to thank him? Okay, and then do what? Huh? No, I, I, I can't be interacting, so please speak out. Yes. So, and this is, I think this is our, main, our biggest challenge as Christians. When God has answered, huh, the actual part, the second part of, you know, it says, and certain of what we do not see. You haven't seen the job yet, isn't it? But how are you actually acting or living? God has already given it in, in the spiritual. He has told you you have it. And what do you do? So the, it's very easy for the first part, okay, I'm so sure God has spoken. But you actually need to live it. To act like it, to show it, you know, is very, I mean, we, even, even when, when a word is spoken over your life, we, we all like it, isn't it? We are so happy God has spoken. But how then do we actually turn this spoken word or the revealed word into actually something active? Praise the Lord. So this is what I actually want you to, you know, to, to take home. Actually, that my faith, when I hear something, when I read the word of God, the faith actually needs I actually not need to start to act like it, huh? to act like it. If the word of God says, okay, let, let me give you, I shared this story yesterday uh, with uh, some brothers yesterday. There was a pastor, and this is a true story, there was a pastor who was diagnosed with a heart condition. And 
What he then did is he took some two weeks off to go and pray and read the word of God. He was a pastor. He went to dig into the word of God to find out what does the word of God say about healing. You know, sometimes we, we talk so much about healing here, but if I ask you, can you give me a verse which talks about healing? Very few of us here can actually give me a verse which talks about healing. Or maybe we just give one verse. But the word of God is so full of verses which talk about healing. So he went and did some digging, actually. And then what he then did is he, he was so convinced, he was so assured that this healing is for me. From all the scriptures that he got from the word of God. Praise the Lord. So what he then did is he did the second part, the certain, the conviction. He was so convinced. So what he did is he started making declaration, I am healed. In the name of Jesus, I am healed. Isn't it? Okay. Fine, that's good. So the next thing is, he went the next day, he had to preach to some people, and he told them his testimony. This is what happened to me. I went and searched into the word of God. I was so assured and convinced, and I declared that I'm healed. That was the next day. And at the end of the day, uh, these people, they say to him, uh, okay, man of God, we are going to climb the mountain. We want you to join us. Huh? He actually hasn't seen the, the, the healing already in the physical. He has seen it in the, in, the, in, the, in the spiritual. What would you do yourself? You have a heart condition and people say, let's go and climb the mountain. Ah, you know, he is the one who has proclaimed that I declared that I am healed. But your faith needs to go beyond believing. Your faith needs to believe. Praise God. So, he started to think now. And you know, the moment you start thinking, Doubt starts to come in easy. Yeah. The devil starts to come in. Okay, did God really say that? Did God really did the word of God? Are you so sure that that is what the word of God has said? So he began to doubt. But he said, anyway, let me go. But during the climb up the mountain, you know, he was still doubting. Sometimes the moment the doubt came, eh, the pain started. The pain started. But you know, but the moment he started declaring, I am healed, the pain would stop. So this up and down would go up and down, up and down, until, until he got to a point where he was just declaring and healed. When he got to the top of the mountain, his healing was permanent. His healing was complete. Because he was actually living the faith. You know, he was actually practicing the living. So this is then my, 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 my challenge to you now is when we are saying, ah, okay, this is the month of total victory. How many of us actually believe it? that we have victory in Christ. I want you to, 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 to raise your hand. How many of us believe we have victory in Christ? Praise the Lord. I'm happy about that. How many of us actually walk like people who are victors? Huh? Oh, you see now the, the, the hands now. Eh? <laughs> I mean, so, you know, the, the, your faith needs to believe in. You know, in, in the book of James chapter 2, you know, actually if you look at in the word of God, I, can, I could hardly find the, the living faith. Actually, faith by itself should be living. Yeah. But we are the ones who, have to, who have actually have to put the word living to, con to con convince you. But the word, of the word of God in James chapter 2, it talks of a dead faith. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. You know, you can actually have a faith which is dead. Huh? Uh, okay, I believe I'm saved. You know, I believe, you know, I believe that God is a... I know what the word of God says about healing. I know what the word of God... So uh, many of us, they know, you know the word of God is what it says. You know what the word of God says. But actually, how many of us actually walk in the faith? To actually to say, okay, I am healed. 
for, you know, I'm provided for, I am blessed. You know, we are already blessed, isn't it? If you are a child of God, you are blessed, isn't it? But how many of us are actually walking like people who are blessed? So this is actually my, you know, my, my, my challenge to you. And one of the things that really helps you in walking this living faith is actually the Word of God. You know, knowing the Word of God, spending time in the Word of God. Because if you know the Word of God, the Word of God is part of you. Because the thing that you have to declare when, you, when God speaks is you need to be declaring the Word of God, isn't it? Declaring the Word of God. Declaring the Word of God, uh, you know, about your situation. Declaring. So, which means, how can you declare the Word of God if you do not know the Word of God? Praise the Lord. So, having faith or believing in God does not automatically mean that the Word of God is in you. Huh? You have to go and dig into the Word of God. The Word of God is living and active. It needs to be inside of you for it to live. Praise the Lord. So, this is the question that you, that how much of the Word of how much time am I, so am I actually spending in the Word of God? To know God. Because to know God, you have to know the Word of God. Because He has written the Word. You know, as I was sharing before, you cannot be somebody who is just coming to church every Sunday, just listening to the sermon ah, for 30 minutes. And then you come also, you just hear the church scripture 30 minutes, and then you, you say, I'm done. You know, we are only giving you 1% of, of what we have studied. So the other 99% is for you to dig. So this is what I'm encouraging you. There is no way that your faith is going to be living if you do not have the word of God. If the word of God is not, is not inside of you, there is no way that you are going to be living. Your faith is going to be living. And there is something about people who know their God. People who know their God. People who know their God, they know the word of God. People who know their God, they shall what? They shall do, they shall be strong eh? before they do exploits. They are strong, isn't it? They that, Daniel chapter 11 verse 32 says, They that know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Praise the Lord. So, how many of us want to do exploits? Praise the Lord. Okay, but before you do exploits, what, what do you need to be? You need to be strong, isn't it? Praise the Lord. You need to be strong. And what makes you strong is the word of God, isn't it? Jesus says, these words that I speak, they are spirit, they are life. You know, the word of God is life. It is alive. You know, it nourishes you. It feeds you. It strengthens you. It gives you strength. So which means you need to spend, you know, the two basic things that every Christian should be doing before you start doing anything else or before you start going out and do, you need the word and prayer. And those are the two things that if you look into your life, those are the two things that the devil knows. Prayer. If I can stop you from praying, huh? that even all these words, you know, having the word of God is not enough. If you are not praying the word of God, huh? that's only one part of the equation. So if the devil can prevent you from spending time in prayer, that means you, you, are, you know, we are not declaring the, the, that, that word of God in prayer. Huh? So you need to look at your own life. So I think this is my challenge to you, for your faith to be living. How much time are you spending in the Word? How much time are you spending in prayer? You know, because we can, because I, I am looking for people who say, I am, my faith is living. So if you are a student, uh, and, and if you are a student, and, uh, and you believe that you are a child of God, and you believe that you are saved, you have faith in God, I want to see some people whose faith is living. Yeah? Who are not going to be making excuses after excuse, after excuse, after excuse. You know, one of the things that the devil tries to do is he always fills up your time. 
there is always something, you know, that you have your time to do. So you need to make a decision. Huh? We say God has, made, has given you a choice. So if you make a decision about, okay, I want to spend more time in prayer. I want to spend more time in the word of God. The Holy Spirit is there to help you. Praise the Lord. So, just some, some, some things about living faith. You know, it, living faith is dynamic. You know, it's changing, it's active, it's growing. You know, it's producing fruit. You know, it's fighting, it's seeing, it's seeing victory. But also, living faith, what it does, you know, uh, I said, I, I, you know, I, 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 I said the, the word of God is life. Huh? And something that is living, it, it, it needs to what? It needs to multiply, isn't it? Something that is living needs to multiply. So, one of the things about spending time on knowing the word of God is actually living faith becomes a child. Yeah? The word of God reproduces and produces living faith. Praise the Lord. So, living faith becomes a child of the knowledge of God. So, if you know God, if you have the word of God, then living faith becomes a child. You know, it is a child. It is a product of actually spending time in the word of God. So, what I'm actually looking at for is people. So if you say that you know that the word is true, huh? if you know if you say that the word of God is true, and if if you act as though it is true, then it becomes a reality in your life. Praise the Lord. So if you know that it's true and you act as it is true, it becomes real in your life. So I would like to make a challenge for you today. So whatever you are believing God for, I don't know. Is there anybody who's, who is not believing God for something yet? Huh? We are all believing God for something, isn't it? Amen. Huh? Praise the Lord. I am believing God for something. Every, I'm sure everybody here is believing God for something. So, I would like to ask you from today, for that thing that you are believing for, and I'm praying that that thing is in line with God's will. Eh? You know, we're talking about God's will. God is not going just to bless every, anything. Eh? If you are saying, okay, I don't know, the word of God, the revealed will, there's so much, you know, how many, how many books, 66 books of the Bible, which say something. There's something to hold on to. Huh? Even if it's not something specific, okay, about uh, what color of car should I buy, uh, you're not going to find the color of your car in the, in the word of God. Eh? The word of God, you're not going to find someone telling you, you need to buy a red car. You don't find that in the word of God, is it? Praise the Lord. That was for that. Yeah, but I'm talking about the word of God. You know, the written word of God, it it's not, doesn't tell you about the color of car that you should buy. It also doesn't tell you that, uh, yeah, that you should marry Susan or, or marry John. Yeah, it doesn't tell you, isn't it? But the Holy Spirit can reveal, isn't it? The Holy Spirit can give you a name. The Holy Spirit can describe everything. It's praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, whatever, God is, whatever you are trusting God for, and that is according to His will, I want you to start acting like you have it. Huh? I want you to start, you know, if, uh, if God says that he's going to be, he's giving me a car or a house, ah, what do I start doing in faith? Ah, I start buying furniture for my new house, isn't it? Even before the house comes, isn't it? Yeah. Huh? Praise the Lord. If God says to you, ah, okay, you are blessed the baby, ah, what do you start doing? Before you see the baby, before you see the pregnancy, you start, you, you start, you start buying clothes for the baby. Huh? 
I'm looking for people who are acting or living out their faith and not going to wait, okay? If God has clearly spoken huh, and you believe, then the second part is the part that is most difficult for us to actually start to wait. To wait. You know, we, we want to see something. We always want to see a, a clue or a sign, isn't it? God is faithful. Sometimes he does give us a clue. But a bigger portion of the time, God is expecting you to what? To walk in faith. You know? So I'm looking for people who start to walk in faith. So if God has already promised you a job, eh? a very nice job, I'm looking, uh, I'm looking at somebody who is going to go into their wardrobe, into their wardrobe and start looking at their wardrobe. Okay, if I look at these clothes, are there any clothes which I can actually take to work here and you start to change your clothes? Praise the Lord. Huh? Praise the Lord. So I'm looking at somebody saying, it is now, somebody, God is saying to somebody, it is now time to get married. Eh? If God has spoken to you, it is now time to get married. You now, now need to go and look at the mirror. Huh? Am I married for like this? <laughs> Am I going to chase my, uh, chase the husband? You know, you, you, you start, now need to start acting in faith. And it starts even from, from those simple things. You know, sometimes we are, we are looking at, we are looking at, 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 the, at the big things where, where God has said, I'm going to give you a parish with a thousand people. No, that's something big. Huh? Even in the small things, God is expecting you to what? If God, God wants to trust you first, to see your trust first in the small things, before he starts giving you bigger things, isn't it? Praise the Lord. You know, God is not, is not, is not willing just to, to dish out all his power, you know, on, on, you know, on, on, on somebody who does not have faith. Praise the Lord. <laughs> or who is not exercising his faith. So I'm looking today for people who say, from today, today is what? July 23, isn't it? 22. Okay, July 22. So I'm looking for somebody who will say today, who will start walking in faith. You will start to act like, you know, what the word of God says, what the word of God has declared. You know, some things, some things you don't need God to speak with a, with a still voice. Some things are already clear in the word of God. They are already written. Huh? Most of the time we are, we are waiting for, we are waiting for pastor to say some, some big words into our life. But a lot of the things that God desires us for our, for our lives, they are already Written, they are already revealed. Praise the Lord. Okay, all right. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to to, to conclude. Is you know, if you are looking at a, a a human baby, the baby of a human being, you know, you actually need to feed it, eh? and when you feed it, it starts growing. Eh? If you are not feeding your baby. Your baby will not grow easily. So, it, it, most of the time, I mean, unless if there's a sickness or something, when things are normal, when you're feeding a baby, the baby grows, isn't it? The baby grows. It's automatic that the baby grows if there's no sickness. But a Christian will only grow as much as he purposefully or intentionally reads and obeys and applies the way to his life. So, growth, so my challenge to you is your growth as a Christian is not up to God. It is up to you. Praise the Lord. Yes, place it into your hands. You have the choice. It is up to you. It is not up to God. God is here waiting. You know, there, there's something about God. God has a purpose. God has a plan for everyone of us, isn't it? God is looking for a vessel. You know, God, although we say God is sovereign, God can do all that He wants, eh? but God has a purpose and a plan. What He is looking for is a willing an obedient vessel 
So this is the one challenge that you ask is, okay, am I willing, am I obedient, am I available? You know, for what God needs to do. God is always looking for a man and a, or a woman. God is always looking for a man. God, God, you know, God can just do whatever he wants to do on earth because he's sovereign. But if you look at the nature of God, God is looking for somebody like you. He is looking for somebody like you to show how to, to you know, to, to act, to walk in the living faith. He is looking for someone. So my, my question is, is it you that God is ready to use? Huh? Is it you today that God is ready to, to, you know, to use to show how to, you know, to, to, to walk the acts of living faith? God is looking, he is always, God is ready. He is willing, he is available, he is waiting. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, you know, he is asking us what to call him, is it? To call unto him. Yeah? You know, you, you, you reveal to us even those deep, you know, hidden things, unsearchable things. You know, God is, is ready and available and willing. But the question I'm asking you today is, are you? Are you available? Are you willing? Praise the Lord. I, I, just, just, uh, just as we close, I just want you to, let us all to stand up and, and then, and then I, 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 want, I just want to, to, to read this, uh, this verse just to, just to conclude. So it comes from 2 Peter chapter 3. Verse 5. Second Peter chapter, uh, sorry, Second Peter chapter 1, verse 5 to 11. So I just want to read this as we close. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 5 to 11. So I will, I will read. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith. You know, so your faith is just the beginning. It is just the beginning. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, as verse 10, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So make every effort. So faith is just the beginning. Huh? But make every effort to add to your faith, goodness, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, affection, mutual affection, and then love. So I, 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 I just want us to, 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 to stand up. I mean, if, if as, we, as we conclude. You know, I, 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 I hope that this message, in one way or even a small way, has touched you, you know, to start living your faith to start living your faith, you know, for your faith to be visible. So I just want you to make this prayer, you know, to, I want you to, so, I, but, but, you know, just, just before we start, before we make this prayer, you know, I'm talking about faith in God, you know, and, and the word of God says, faith comes from hearing and hearing the message of God. And the, all this faith, this living faith, you can only have it when you have a relationship with Christ. You know, when you have a relationship, when you know, when you know God, when you have given your life to Christ, when you have surrendered everything and say, Christ, here I am, ready to be used. So I, I just I just want to make this call 
if you are here today and you know that you know that everything that I've been talking about, you know that you do not actually have a relationship with Christ, that you have never made a decision to give your life to Christ. I mean, even as we bow our heads and close our eyes, I just want you to raise your head and I'll pray with you. If you know that you are here today and you know that you have not given your life to Christ, you have not made a decision to say, Christ, be the Lord of my life. I just want you to raise your hand. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, O God, even for my sister who has raised her hand. Holy Spirit, I commit her, O God, even unto your hands. Lord, Jehovah, even as she has made this decision, O Lord, even today, to surrender her life, O God, even unto you. Thank you, Father, O God, indeed, for the work that you've done on the cross for her. Thank you, Father, O God, even indeed, for this new beginning, O Lord, even for her, even today, O God. I pray with thanksgiving, O Lord, that even indeed, as she has accepted you in her heart, Lord Jehovah, O God, that even from today, O God, that her life, O Father, O God, with the Spirit of God that she has received, that it will never be the same again. I pray, Father, O God, that within her, may you grant this desire, Father, O God, to know you more, to know you, to seek after you, O God, to seek after you, O God, in every area of her life, O God, in the name of Jesus. So, my sister, I just want you to, to, to talk to me. Uh, I, even, I, 